Hey, Composer Quest listeners, Charlie McCarran here, your composer host in Minneapolis, and I'm excited to bring you the 10th Composer Quest Quest. Your challenge, should you choose to accept it, is to write a string quartet inspired by autumn. I don't know about where you come from, but in Minnesota, we have some beautiful autumn colors. That could be an inspiration. Or maybe going back to school, if you're still in school. Or just anything that comes to mind. The colder weather, things dying off. Uh, I guess you could go that dark route. But fall for me is always exciting because I feel more energized with the cooler weather here in Minnesota. So the best pieces will be premiered here in Minnesota at the Underground Music Cafe, same place we had our Star Wars four-hand piano concert. And that performance will be on Sunday, September 21st at 6 p.m., again at the Underground Music Cafe. We'll be streaming it online, too, at ComposerQuest.com, 6 p.m. Central Time. So, for you composers, this is kind of a short quest. We only have two weeks to finish scores so that the string quartet can start rehearsing. So, your piece is going to be due on or before September 1st. And send them to me, charlie at composerquest.com. And then the string quartet will look them over, choose their favorites, and I'll let you know if they picked your piece. So since I'm a violin player, I thought I would give you a few tips on writing for strings. Let's get right into it. I'm a little bit rusty, so my violin playing is pretty crappy right now, but you'll get the idea. So first of all, let's talk about the very basics of writing for a string quartet. And let's start with the tuning of these strings. So violin, the lowest string is a G. Can't go below that. And then above that, the strings are D, A, and E. And if you don't have a violin, but you have a mandolin around, those are actually the same tuning. Now a viola is C, G, D, A, and a cello is also C, G, D, A. But the cello plays an octave lower than a viola. One little tip I figured out when I was writing a cello part is that if you have a guitar around, you can tune the four lowest notes to the cello tuning in perfect fifths. So it becomes C, G, D, A. Now you might be wondering, Charlie, why are you telling us to use a guitar or a mandolin? Well, it's actually pretty helpful, I think, because you can help make the part more natural for your string players. And this will also help you figure out if you can actually do certain techniques you want to do, like double stops, for example, which means you're playing on two strings at the same time. Now, double stops are a really cool effect, I think, and they're fun to play. But you kind of have to know what intervals actually work. So... What I like to play as a violinist is double stops that are perfect fifths or sixths tend to work pretty well too. So a fifth works well because you just put one finger down on two strings. And sixth just really work nicely the way your hand is shaped. 
Sevenths can also work. Octaves can also work as a double stop, but if you're writing for an amateur player, be prepared for them to be slightly out of tune. It's just more obvious when they're in an octave. <clears throat> yeah, these string quartet players will be better than me. Don't worry. Another way to make easy double stops is to have the lowest note be one of the open strings. So for example, if you have a G on the bottom, which is my lowest note on violin, and then you add in other notes, the melody notes, on the D string. So G on the bottom, and I'll start with D and go up the scale. Let's hear how that sounds using, say, the A string as the lowest note and the E string as the high uh, melody string. You can also write double stops in intervals smaller than a perfect fifth, but I find them personally not quite as fun to play because your hand's a little bit contorted. But they still work. Beautiful. Now let's talk about a few special techniques that string players can use. By default, a string player is going to use the bow, which is called arco. So you don't have to write anything in if you want your player to play arco. But if you want a string player to pluck the strings, you write P-I-Z-Z -Z over the staff, which means pizzicato. And then after you write pizzicato, if you want them to bow again, you can write arco, A-R-C-O. Now when you're having a string player play arco, obviously they're doing down bows and up bows, which they can make sound pretty much the same. And you only really see up bow and down bow markings in really beginner parts. After that, people can figure out on their own what they want to use, either up bow or down bow, for certain notes. One thing I think that makes a string part work really well is if you write in slurs in a way that's natural for the players. So for example, I could play this line like this. That's without any slurs. But I could slur the entire thing. Or I could do it every two notes. Or every four notes. It just depends on how you want to phrase it. Another common technique people use with stringed instruments is tremolo. which is just moving the bow as fast as possible. And you notate that by having three slashes through the stem of a note. There's also coleño, which means to turn the bow around and tap on the strings with the wood part of the bow. And you notate that by just saying coleño, which is spelled C-O-L 
space L-E-G-N-O. And again, you put that above the staff like you do with Pitts and Arco. Another pair of techniques you can use is Soltasto and Sol Ponticello. Soltasto means you're playing with the bow over the fingerboard, which kind of produces a softer sound. Sol Ponticello is the opposite, playing further from the fingerboard and almost over the bridge of the instrument. Can be kind of a nasty sound or kind of a ghostly sound if you're playing it a little bit softer. There are probably a bunch of other techniques that I'm forgetting about, but I hope that helps inspire you for your string quartet piece based on autumn. Remember to send it to me, charlie at composerquest.com, on or before September 1st. Before I go, I just wanted to fill you in on our live film score concert that we had for Quest Number 9. It was pretty awesome, I have to say. We had 18 new short films submitted and 18 new compositions created. And our orchestra played them live just spectacularly, so thanks to all of you musicians who helped out with that. We'll eventually have video and audio for you to listen to, and I'll hopefully have a special podcast briefing about that concert. So stay tuned. ComposerQuest.com, Facebook.com slash ComposerQuest, or Twitter.com slash ComposerQuest. And you can always email me, charlie at ComposerQuest.com. Thanks, and good luck with your string quartets.